The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Thursday, live look at Tostitos Christmas Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas, where it is 34 degrees. It feels like 23. The wind is kicking today, Yeah, if you haven't been out there. High is 39. Low tonight will be 23. And here we are, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, Nate Newton, newly elected to the Black... Football College Hall of Fame. Blackity black, 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 baby. Still smiling. <laughs> needs a cookie. Needs a cookie. Uh, needs to get going, man. I, oh, I've done two shows and, and kind of bombed on them, and, and now I'm trying to do a read for Doug, and oh, I'm struggling, man. What are you struggling? I'm so excited just about just being happy. I'm like, I, be, I need to calm down. Okay. You know, I need to calm down. Well, don't calm down till after the show because we need you hyped for the show. Yeah, because we have a big time interview in this in this. We show, do second segment. Danny McRae, Malik Hooker. Oh, okay. I thought it was Danny. That was last night, Nate. Oh, yeah, it was. That was a good show. Did you get him shirtless. We tried. We tried, man. Even <laughs> his wife and his wife was on our side trying to get him shirtless. We did say ah. we did say butt naked and afraid about eight times during the show last uh, night. Did so. we say that or did uh, we did? Me and Nate oh, both okay. said it. Yeah. <laughs> so quick, funny story. I don't know if Danny wants me to tell this story, but I'm gonna tell it. I don't know if his tell wife it. wants me to tell hey, this story. Just say y'all are homeboys. Yeah, y'all are we, cool. We, we cool. We're cool. <laughs> Go ahead. Bring bring the receipts too. Yeah. Bring the receipts. Uh, <laughs> it was it was funny because. Um, we were at his viewing, like the, when it, when the show first started. Mm-hmm. They had the two-hour premiere, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So we were all over it. Where were we at? Shark Club. Shark Club. Yeah, he we had a, he had a watch party for invited everybody out. So we were all over uh, over there, and we were we're having a great time. And it's over, and it's a couple of us still kind of uh, mingling around and, and hanging around. And so, the way Danny had his hair styled was similar to the way that I had my hair styled. And both was kind of like, you know, we right. both have locks, but we both had them right. twisted up, and we both wore we were wearing them in a the ponytail. And so, <laughs> I'm standing there at this table. I'm, I'm about to leave, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm cashing out my bill for food and stuff like that. Right. And all of a sudden, I feel this soft touch, like run down like my back, and it goes, "Honey, what are you buying?" Uh, well, she said, "Honey, what what more are you buying?" <laughs> and I thought to myself. Oh, Who is this? Night's right, about right. to get good. Right. <laughs> right. I'm cashing out just in the nick of time. <laughs> right. And as I'm and I and I do it, and you know, if anybody just kind of runs down your back, and yeah. this this is it's warm outside, so I have right. a t-shirt on, so right. it's like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> Next level. You feel, you know what you know what woman's touch. Right, right. Ooh. And I turn around and it's Danny's wife. And she thinks from the back. Yeah. That I'm Danny. Right. And it was like, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were Danny. And I, I like, I understood it. Right. We both had white t-shirts right. on. We right. both had, you know, our hair was in the same style. But her face looked like her face when I turned around. <laughs> and I was just like, and my response to her was like, 
you kind of wish Danny was this tall, right? <laughs> and she and she laughed and she right. laughed, but it, but it was just it was just so funny because you know and at that time everybody kind of had a few, not yeah. me, but everybody kind of had a few. Cocktails. Few adults, few adults yeah. beverages, and and the, <laughs> if you ever been in the Shark Club, the light is not like in the studio. It, it was a dim situation. So That's the reason named the Shark Club. Dumb, yeah, so that dumb, was funny. Dumb, the her, the dumb. look on her face when I turned around was like, Price. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. How many different ways can you wear your hair with dreads like that? Um, you put in a ponytail. You can let it down. You can style it up. I can get. I can get it braided. Okay. Um, you ever done that? You're wearing a hat again, by the way, today. I know. It's cold he, outside. He never wears a hat. It's, it's never. Really He's never outside. worn a hat in his life. No, he ever. never wears a hat. Ever. <laughs> right, because this, this covers up the rest of my face, and you can't decipher you know, what I look like. What, what I, 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 mean, I can do it in any style I kind of want it. Okay. I yeah. just didn't know. I've grown my hair out, but it's not near the length. How long have you been growing your hair? About 12, 13 years. Have you really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nate, how long have you been growing your hair? 60. Mm. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't even know. That's a little mini fro, but man, Kurt, how long have you been growing your hair? Oh, wow! You just got to cut, didn't you? Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. cut earlier this week. Cut. Yeah, we're looking yep. good. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> New year, new Kurt. That's right. Mm. I like it. When uh, you gonna cut your beard off? I don't think ever. I'm honestly, I'm kind of scared because I've had it for probably eight years now. The mm. beard. And I know there's some lines on this face that weren't there <laughs> when I didn't have it. Would you like? Would you at least cut it down to like maybe, you know, maybe not. Maybe, okay. may mm-hmm. like where it's it. not obnoxious. I need to see a picture of you eight years ago. Well, I, I don't. I, the pic, like his profile picture on emails and stuff is like from yeah. twenty years ago or whatever. 15, it, 10 yeah. or 12. We need to yeah. pull it up. Pull it up, Chris, and throw it out there. Pull it up, Chris, and throw it out there. need to see a picture of that. I'll, yeah. I'll show it to you in the break. So. No, nah, Chris, throw it out there to the world, Chris. <laughs> we do Jesse here. We got to do him here. I'll send, I'll send you one, Chris. You can send show everybody what I look All like right. without a beard. I'll, yeah. I'll find one on my phone here. He's going to find one that he actually likes. Isn't it on your credential? No, they changed, They updated it this year, finally. Like it took them 10, 11 years to update it, and they finally did it. So. I, I don't look anything like I do with the Cereal with the killer. beard without. So all your crimes, you keep your beard for all your crimes you've committed. You know how messed up my mind is. <laughs> I've thought about that. I was like, first thing I would do if I ever was wanted by the FBI or something, <laughs> the beard comes off. Yeah, like yeah. immediately the beard so comes you off. You walk in one day, we're gonna oh, be like, what'd you do? Right. What did you do? And now I got a kid that if I cut it, he's <laughs> not gonna have any idea who I am. Have y'all seen those videos on the internet where? Guys cut their beards and the kids are like just yep. bust into tears. Like yeah. I, I did that to my dad one time. You know he he you know he he came late one night because he delivered newspapers or a regional guy over these newspaper routes. And I hear what's that son? Get up! I need you real quick. You need to help me load up the car, load up the vehicle. I got these papers to run. You know one of my workers you know missed. And I'm like, all right, Dad, I'll get there. I'm like, you yes, sleep. I run out there, man, and we throwing the cars and he talking. <laughs> I'm bagging up like who done killed my dad? <laughs> yeah, so you all right? If it wasn't for his voice, I would not have known, bro. Wouldn't recognize him. I would not. I said, Dad, what happened? He said, Oh, I shaved him. And he, but he said, you know, the old school dad they didn't care. Like you, you adjust, keep throwing these papers. <laughs> but I'm like, wow. 
He shook me, man. Did y'all uh, happen to watch the uh, Mavs game last night? You know, they had the big ceremony for Dirk, and they had a lot of A-list celebrities courtside. Did you? Yeah, somebody sent us something. I was scared to send it out because I didn't want to get talked about. Happened to see who was courtside without masks on. Yeah, I did. And then the news came out today that, uh, is it Tyron and Tyron. Anthony Brown? Did yeah. I see Anthony Brown on yeah. the list as well? So still got a little COVID mini outbreak going on. and. <laughs> No, nah, but shut up, Jesse. Shut up, Jesse. Don't say nothing. Don't talk like that, Jesse. No one told you shut up yesterday. That was I just we said my, about. we just had opinions. He just wanted to live. Yeah. He just wants to, You know what? Amari and CD were just living last night, Nate. Yeah, and, and when when I saw that and it came from I said, you know what? If I tweet this over to you or to somebody, then I'm gonna get sold out the next day. So I just <laughs> I let it go. I let it go. And here, here's an interesting thing. And I, I I wasn't there, so I can't confirm this. But a lot of people who were there, who I trust that what they right. say, said they didn't even stay for the jersey ceremony. They left after the game. They was just over. went to the game. They just went to the game. Hmm. Maybe they went to see Steph. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But they left after the game was over. Hmm. So it wasn't like they were there because Dirk was. Yeah. You know, and I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to spend a whole segment on COVID talk because I mean it is what it is. I don't really know how I feel about it. Because if I, I'm part of me's like Nate, just live and just yeah. go. But then part of me's like, hey, you kind of have an obligation as a teammate and being on this team to take care of your body, take care of yourself, no matter what that means. Take care of your, your brother, take care of your teammate. Part of that is it's playoff time, and, and maybe they'll lock this thing down after this week and they start. You know, but that's too uh, that's too late. too late for you, right? Like, because things like we are today's Thursday. Yeah. Okay. All day. All day. Thursday. And this thing takes sometimes three or four days to 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 be positive, and then you're and then you got five days after that. So and then you're gonna be short winded for seven days. You're, you're gonna, gonna be, be short. You're gonna be out. You're not gonna be practicing because the game plan will change. Mm-hmm. Whoever we're playing, whether it's the Rams or it's the Cardinals, your game plan changes. You you the the focus gets more lasered in when it comes to the playoff because you have nothing. See, at times when you have a 17 week season, what you end up doing at times is you divide your staff. You'll have some of your staff as the week goes on start preparing for next week, while the rest of your staff are preparing to finish out this week. In the playoffs. You locked in. 100%. Uh, all hands on, on deck. deck. Hmm. Right. On all this opponent. On That's it, really? I thought maybe they'd start bringing down some of the next guys. On uh-uh. this uh-uh. opponent, we need, we need every stone unturned. Mm. We, we, if we need you watching, you watching, you watching, me watching, so we could, if we could find one thing that is a determining factor in a game, we're going to use it. Yes. And Amari had COVID five weeks ago, right? Yes. He missed yeah, he missed the Las Vegas game. Yeah. So he Which doesn't So he doesn't have to test anymore, right? Isn't that how it works? You don't test anymore? No, I think uh, he vaccin- he's unvaccinated. He's unvaccinated. So he has so, to he would have to I test. Think he has a test. He still has to test. Fellas. I said it yesterday and I'll say it again. You either lock it down universal or it's team by team, deal by deal. And that's just how it's going to be. And Mike McCarthy. It, it, it cannot be, no, the Cowboys do it right. The Cardinals don't. The, Rit, uh, the Admirals don't. 
Good catch. Wow. <laughs> you, you, uh, you Wait agree? a minute. Hang on. Time Hold out. On. This on. man can't stop for uh, two. the last two years, cannot stop himself from saying the R word. Every time it comes out of his mouth, he never calls them the football team. And we mention their new name one time, and he catches himself mid-sentence. The admiral. You know what? Your whole, you know what? You know what that tells me? Your yeah. whole bit. It's a bit. You can pronounce every name in the book. You don't forget things. It, your whole. You just proved that your whole. I don't know how to pronounce your whole, Cosby. Your whole. I don't know how to you pronounce. did screw. He called it the, the Crosby Show last night. <laughs> Three different times. It's a bit, Nate. If you can do what you just did, your whole this whole shtick you've done for four years on our show is a bit. I think it comes and goes. No, this is the thing. It's like, and I'm serious about this. <laughs> Kurt, Jesse, Shannon. He remembered. You cannot do it team by team. You cannot do COVID state by state. It has to be a universal thing. Corporate, independent, free living. It has to be all or nothing. That's the only way this will work. Canada has proved that. It's all or nothing. If you do anything else, one week we'll have this up, two weeks from now we won't. Hmm. It's either all or nothing. That's why I say you you might as well live. That is the God and the truth. No matter what you say, we sat right here and agreed collectively. Hey, man, the Cowboys, players need to do it better. Last night we get a a text around about 7 o'clock, guess who's at the game? It's either all yeah. or nothing. That's, yeah. that's the only way it's going to work. Australia's got to figure it out, by the way. Yeah. Who that? Australia. Yeah. They're not letting the They're number one tennis player, player in the world <laughs> yeah. to and, play a tennis yeah. match yeah. because he's unvaccinated. Do you think it's, it's causing any kind of rift in the room? Because I think Dak had said, you know, I'm not going to games like this during the season. You know, do you think other guys are starting to say, hey, why, you know, come on? They need to. Mm-hmm. I think this time of year they need to. I it's either so. all or nothing, fellas. I'm, I'm telling you, when you, when, when we say we have the right to do what we want as a human being, we have the right. If, if it was us, if it was our team, and when I played, uh, go, to, go to a Mavericks game. Troy Aikman, when Troy Aikman, and if Troy didn't speak to you, Mike definitely was going to stop speaking to you. Next thing you know, everybody looking at you. It's 50-something guys saying, wow, really? And we would lock our families down. We would do whatever it takes because it means that much. But you cannot ask young people but, who, who but you've, here, given but op- you've given them options. Here's my thing. Is that we've seen players, for the most part, be locked down mm-hmm. every single year. You go to training camp, you are locked down. Yes, you are. You are locked down when you go to training camp. You leave your families for literally three weeks. For literally almost mm-hmm. a yeah. month. Personnel, training, equipment, uh, uh, um, everybody. Leave your family. So it, it, we we make this thing out to be something, uh, you know. Oh, I, I was in the I was in the <laughs> I was in the, the 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 post office yesterday mailing something off, 
And this lady comes in with no mask on. They don't touch your face and rub your eyes. They politely tell her, you know, hey, can't come in here, federal building. She goes, she screams, oh, it's my right. And so the lady kindly goes, well, it's our right to kick you out. (laughs) And, like, she left huffing and puffing, and the lady's like, does she think I care that that that, that's happening? Mm -hmm. Like, she needs to stuff mail, not me. So either she'll get a mask (laughs) or she won't. And... When I look at this situation, it's you serious about winning this this whole thing? Oh, you not? Hmm. Oh, you not? Like, and I'm I'm not saying that uh, that people can't live, Nate. I'm not saying that you can't live your life. We're saying I, I'm the saying, same thing. I'm saying that there are moments where there is a little bit more sacrifice. That needs to be committed for the greater cause. You you don't get – there are players – see, Nate, you're fortunate. You're fortunate in your life to know and experience what it feels like to win the big one. Not once, not twice, three times. Wow, that's great. Thank you, Jesse. And I'm pretty sure there was a moment in time – in that locker room, maybe in your mind, where it just became almost a normality. Hey, guys, listen, we're going to win another one. Let's go out there. And it became what we strive for. It yeah. became just this is what we do. Yes, we're going to the playoffs. Yes, we're going to win an NFC, uh, NFC championship. And yes, we're going back to the Super Bowl. I, I find it very hard to believe in that window of that dynasty that that wasn't a thought process. All right, we, Chris is texting me. We got to take a break. Right. We're going to continue this because, fellas, it's still going to be. You, I, I love what you said. I love. Everything I'm just saying you said, that, that you but have. That to, is not the reality of what's happening. It needs to be. All right, we got to okay. take a break. When we come all back, right. we'll talk Malik Hooker reality and what's not COVID <laughs> and all those things. And I might eat a cookie. On hanging I'll eat with the other cookie, man. Come on, fat man, fat man. <laughs> Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. 
proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboy fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your package today. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the show. Let me get this live read pulled up. What's today? Thursday? All day. Pro Shop, Cowboys Nation, head to the Pro Shop, step up your game for the playoffs, score classics like jerseys, tees, and hats, plus exclusive collections and unique accessories when you visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com, a fanatics experience, and also get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just 20 bucks. Join now and get your fan pack exclusive benefits and more. Visit dallascowboys.com slash united for details and join today. And Kurt and yep. I were fortunate enough to <laughs> oh, yeah. sit down. Now you're going to play nice. Actually stand up and talk to Malik Hooker, which he was actually a great interview. I didn't know anything about Malik. He doesn't talk much. I haven't engaged. You're talking about this is a wide receiver? No, no, no. Malik oh, Hooker, the, the DB. Defense, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Because the way you talked about the receiver, you should know him. No, I don't know him either, <laughs> right. to be honest with you. But he was. He actually, I thought it was a really good interview. It was awkward because me and Kurt are standing in front of this video board, and then it was even more awkward when I f- forgot mid-interview that he actually joined the team in training camp. And, I heard about that. And wasn't here in the offseason, <laughs> so there was an awkward moment with me. And then Kurt like wouldn't let us get out uh, on time. So here's the interview. Watch it. Enjoy it. Nate, Jesse, go get a snack because it's about 18 minutes long, and we'll be back for the third thanks segment to of Hanging with the Boys. Kurt, thanks to Kurt's, fault. It's Kurt's fault. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Wingstop flavor feature of the show. If you all know, Hanging with the Boys is sponsored by our great friends at Wingstop. And due to COVID protocols, uh, we're not able to have guys in the studio. But we are in studio, and we have on the monitor behind us, this is Kurt Daniels over here. Yes, I'm Shannon Gross, and we have right here in the middle, Malik Hooker. Malik, welcome to the show, man. How have you been? I'm doing good. I thank you guys for having me on the show. Absolutely, man. Glad you uh, glad you're here. Glad you're joining us. What what is the mentality like going into this last game, gearing up for the playoffs? Is it is it business as usual for you guys? Is there a little more intensity this week? Walk us through kind of preparation and what you guys are getting ready for against the Eagles on Sun on Saturday. Uh, it's still, it's still uh, you know, the show's still going. You know, uh, even though we took a tough loss last week, uh, that can't get us off of what we want to get accomplished throughout the end of the season. So, I mean, we're still here, and we're still treating it as if it was week one or, you know, as you know, the last game of the season. So it ain't really making no difference for us. We know we still got to go out there and do our job to make a statement going into the playoffs. What was that? I got to ask, man. You, you finally got that interception, man. You finally got a pick there. How, what was that like for you, kind of getting, getting that off, off your shoulder there? Oh, it was special, man. It was just, you know, just rehabbing and all the stuff that I've been through this offseason and, and, you know, just the training and the work that I put in to get myself back to be able to come out here and compete at a high level, you know, week in and week out. You know, it was just special for me to finally see it pay off when I got that interception. What's it like, the the defense? You guys, 
you guys seem like the fun group this year. Like, you know, usually it was back in the past, it was the offense and the guys were having all the fun. Now between like the secondary and, you know, you got Basham that's a clown, you got Neville that's a clown, you got Randy that gets in the mix, Tank is Tank. Like, you guys seem to really be having fun and going back and forth with the offense. Like, is this just – is it as fun on the inside as the fans think it is from the outside? Yeah, it's exactly what, you know, fans see and stuff like that throughout the mic'd ups and stuff like that that they've been putting out. So it's exactly what everybody sees. You know, it's uh, actually unique because a lot of these guys uh, come from different places and stuff like that, got different personalities. You know, like myself, I don't really talk much, but to be in a group with guys like Kays, who's real energetic, and J. Lou and J.K., who's, you know, serious majority of the time, then they have their moments where they're, you know, they're playing around and stuff like that. It's just, you know, special group. And that's what makes this journey of us and, you know, this this playoff run that we're about to go on going to be so special because, you know, we've been building this since I came in camp, you know, honestly. And then when before I came, the five days I was in protocol just listening to the media and stuff on the uh, camera, those guys was already kind of like they've known each other for years. So to finally be a part of this and finally, you know, out on the field with these guys and seeing it firsthand and being a part of it, you know, it's special. It's real special. Yeah, it's it's this year. I mean, whether I don't know if you know it or not, but in the past, the safeties have taken a lot of criticism here for the for the Cowboys. But you guys are a tight group this year. I mean, you're playing well on the field. You're getting, you know, having fun off the field. I mean, what's it like in that room? Is you know, with you safeties? Honestly, uh, since I came in, you know, guys have been pretty. I mean, supportive of you know whatever other guys' roles of roles were whether it was uh, a new guy like me and guys like DT and JK coming in and teaching me, you know, everything they know from every position and stuff like that. So I can honestly say from this group, everybody treat each other like family from, you know, from when they first walked into now. And it's crazy because we're all different, but we all have very similar personalities and stuff like that as far as competitors. So I think that's what makes us click and link so much as far as the group. And this is fa fairly a fairly new group as far as a unit together you know you've got your you got your your old guys in the room you know tank and and randy those are the old dudes and then you got jk that came in he's he's kind of an older guy on this team but he's kind of been a journeyman throughout his career and, but for the most part the group as a whole is a lot of new guys like yourself like kz and then a lot of young guys like micah and those guys and neville and those guys in osa they're starting to fit in but it seems like you guys have known each other forever. Did y'all do stuff in the offseason to kind of kind of create that chemistry, or is it just a bunch of guys that just get along and like to be around each other? Honestly, I mean, obviously, like I said, I came so late. Uh, I couldn't tell you, you know, what the guys have done as far as when it was OTAs and stuff like that. But, I mean, since the season started, I mean, we have, have planned plenty of events and stuff like that throughout the – whether it was a DB group or – you know, as a defense overall, where we come together and just kind of hang out in the camaraderie and stuff like that. So I can honestly say I think it's just a bunch of guys that have one goal in mind, but, you know, kind of clicked along the way, you know, because like I said, all of us are kind of similar. We're all competitors. So it's like we kind of know what each other's energies and stuff like that or that we feed off, of, which makes us all elevate, whether it's on the field or off the field. Because like I said, this group's so tight, like we have conversations about, you know, personal stuff, you know, relationship stuff, whatever you name it. Like, guys in here talking about all types of things and stuff like that to help each other off the field, too. So, like I said, it's just a group that everybody's willing to do whatever to see somebody be better.
I will say, Kurt, I've I've been around Malik for you know the better part of the season now with one game to go, and then and you know then the playoff game coming up, and the first question that I asked him, his response, that's the most that he's talked to me all year. So <laughs> maybe he's a, he is a quiet guy. Yeah. He doesn't say much. So that this or he didn't like your question. That or he just <laughs> doesn't like me in general. But like I'm glad we got to do this and, and actually catch up and get to know you, man, because you you seem like a really chill, cool dude. Yeah, I honestly don't really talk too much. That's why you know I try to do little things social media wise and stuff like that to kind of interact with people that think, you know, I'm real quiet or don't speak at all and stuff like that just to you know kind of give the fans an insight on who I am personally and you know just the you know the, the funny guy that I am sometimes <laughs> hey I got to take it way back now here so you were a basketball guy in high school right you were recruited for d1 schools in basketball and didn't start playing football till your junior year is that right yeah I started playing football my junior year I was more so focused on basketball I want to say uh I played in, like, middle school and stuff like that, obviously. But when I got to my freshman year, I was just focused on, you know, travel basketball and wanted to, you know, get a state championship ring. And then my junior year came, and I got a cousin who was the quarterback at the time. And he, him and my uncle talked me into playing. I went out and ended up having a good year. And it's funny because uh, one of the guys that's on our team now here, I competed against him. And he was one of the top-ranked athletes. And that's what kind of got me off and going that made me want to pursue football. Do you miss basketball any? Uh, I, I ain't even going to lie to you. Yeah, yeah, I do. I watch it all the time. Uh, <laughs> in my off season, when I can, me and my brothers, when we're at my mom's house, we shoot on on the court and stuff like that. So I, I, can't, I can't lie, I do. It was my favorite sport before football. All right, so random question here. You pick your starting five out of all your teammates to field mm-hmm. on a basketball court. Who are, you, who are your four guys you're taking to play with you? And a brief, I know for sure. brief description as to why. Okay, so I know for sure I'm going to take Noah Brown because I obviously went to school with him and we used to, you know, we used to dominate guys at the rec center. <laughs> so I'm definitely uh, – I, I heard Lowe's is a nice, nice uh, big man I could play. And from watching him shoot on the the, uh, the bends in the locker room, I think I'd be able to take him as our big man uh, – Give me Jay Lou. I seen Jay Lou. He always practicing basketball moves on the field and stuff like that. So he got. I, I feel like he would be a good fit for us. And uh, I need a big man. Uh, man, I'm not, I'm gonna take probably it is is. I'm gonna take is. I'm gonna take is for the simple fact of I th- I think he looks like he might be able to do something because he's six four six five. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm gonna take that chance. All right, fair enough. Well, you mentioned uh, shooting hoops and all with your family. You've got a big family, right? You got a brother that's at Ohio State right now. Yeah, I got uh, I got another brother who's currently back at home, and uh, he's focusing on probably going back to school to play basketball. And then I got my youngest brother who's at Ohio State still playing. Uh, he graduated, and I think he's going to get his master's degree as well. Wow. A lot of competition there. Not really. I mean, I, I, the competition, honestly, believe it or not, was my sister. She used to be the one that was that was the best out of all of us, and and really was one. Her and my older cousin, they was the one that really got us to really want to start playing basketball because they always won the, the uh, Whippeal championships and stuff like that. So I'm like, man, I know I'll be able to do that. And 
You know, we all ended up, I think in our household, we got like 14 other championships back home all together. Wow. My sister's got, yeah, my sister's got, I think, like three or four whippules together. So that's eight, I think. I got three whippules in the state, and my brother got three whippules in the state, and my other brother got like two or three. Man, some jeans, some jeans <laughs> in that household, man. That's been athletic. Yeah, was that all just just like you guys, or did your did your parents play sports, or how, where did all the athleticism come from? Yeah, I I, I think uh, well, my dad, he was kind of like obviously uh, me and my brothers. He was real; he can jump real high, and he was just like. But I think honestly, believe it or not, it was my mom. Like my mom, she was an all-around athlete. She break danced back when she was younger. Uh, she loves, even still to this day, she loves basketball. She got asthma real bad, so she'll shoot two times and need her a helmet. But she still tries to get out there and play. Uh, and I, honestly, that 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 was really. I think that was really what it was, my mom, I'll say. I don't think it was really too much my dad. <laughs> so <laughs> you're a big basketball guy. Two questions. One, who did you or who do you still look up to and admire as far as the way they play in their game? Who did you follow when you were growing up? And then two, who's who's the GOAT? Nah, nah. Everybody that world, my close friends, so we had this conversation all the time. My favorite player is LeBron James. I had I had his rookie card like when it was in like this this kind of wood thing. I had it since I was like probably like seven. So LeBron always been the guy that I always admired playing basketball and always wanted to kind of make my game similar to simple fact of he play he could play all five positions. He's dominant at as as if you watch basketball right now, he just what set a record for youngest player to have thirty six thousand points, and all this crazy stuff. So that's why and uh I, like I said, LeBron James to go in my opinion. He could play all five positions. Don't get me wrong now, like I said, I'm Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, they were very dominant players and stuff too, but just my style of basketball, what I try to do on the basketball court, and I used to play similar to LeBron James. And, you know, that's kind of – I like the electrifying, dunking on people and stuff like that. But as well as that, I like to chase down blocks and the dunks he does. So nice. that's my goal. That's my favorite. I like watching him. All right. Awesome. Oh, one more question before we, we wrap the show up and we have a little a little segment we will do here with Wingstop. But uh, same question about football. Who did you uh, who did you grow up admiring playing football and who do you think who, who's your favorite player of all time? My favorite player growing up was Reggie Bush, like probably any other kid just from, you know, watching the high school highlights. And, you know, he, he was a, a, a game changer every time he stepped on the field. But uh, and then obviously a Troy Polamalu too, because I was from I'm from the PA area. Pittsburgh's like 45 minutes, 35 minutes from home. So I was always a fan of Troy Polamalu just for the simple fact of how instinctive he was around the ball. Like not even just how he hit hard or anything like that, but for the size he was and stuff like that, he'll make a crazy catch. Like I want to, I remember a specific play specifically where it was like a tip pass and it was about to hit the ground. He scooped it with one hand and ended up making the play. So. I was just always a fan of the athletic stuff he'd do, you know what I'm saying? So, and then now, uh, my favorite player now to watch, I say probably is uh, I like what I like watching Derwin James. I like watching Derwin James. Uh, I've been I had I had first heard of Derwin. I want to say uh, obviously throughout college and stuff like that. And then we ended up signing to the same agency. And I just always been a fan of how he plays the safety position and. 
how he's able to play different positions and being able to be an impact player as well as that from those positions. So I've just always been a big fan of Darwin James since he came into the league. Never mind. I got to sneak one more in here. You, you grew up in Pennsylvania, went to college in Ohio, played for the Colts up in Indianapolis. Was it kind of weird moving down here yeah. to Texas? And it's funny because uh, before I had ended up getting picked up here, I was looking at possibly coming down to Texas anyway. So when Dallas picked me up, I'm like, man, I'd have been across the country already. It feels like, you know, so it's definitely a, a different experience just as far as like the food. And uh, as you see out here, the weather, you can go from it being summer in the morning, winter at night. Kind of like that. So, but that's <laughs> That's the only thing that's really different. But uh, from where I've been before, you know, the food and stuff, I got more variety of options for the food too. So that's why I feel like Texas probably won me the most the food side. Well, we're glad you're here, man. And, and to wrap the show up, everyone knows Wingstop delivers the flavor for the Cowboy for Cowboys Nation. Now it's time to learn about Cowboys players who live and play with that same flavor. Malik Hooker, our guest here, and I'm going to ask you a few questions here before we let you go. Which teammate is the biggest sneakerhead with the most flavorful, get it, flavorful collection of kicks? Or just whose style in general do you like? I'm going to have to go with my dog. I like J.K. style. My dog, J.K. I got to go with J.K., you know, because he's capable of, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's not nothing I would wear personally, but I just like how he puts it together, you know what I'm saying? For him being a guy that's 6'5 and stuff like that, you know, certain stuff you'll feel like guys will be there to wear. But I ain't going to lie, my dog, my dog be clean on game day. All right. And that that guy, he, he's probably one of my favorite guys on the team. And he's been on the show before mm -hmm. because he goes from the nicest, most laid-back, quiet guy to an absolute maniac on game day. So I, yeah, yeah. I love his attitude, man. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, when it comes to your wing stop, are you a classic wings guy or are you a, a drums or flats guy? Do you like drums or flats? I like drums more, but I ain't going to lie. I, I've been trying to eat flats a little bit more with it because, you know, I always hear people talking about how good the lemon pepper flats is from wing stop. So I try, I try to, you know, switch it up a little bit, but I'm more of a drums guy. More of a drum. Have you tried the thighs yet? No, I ain't never tried no thighs from them. This is always drums. Like even when it, there are a lot of flats and stuff, and I'll pick out every drum first before I even get to the flats. All right, and OG Hot was the first Wingstop flavor they tossed up. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you like lemon peppers, what you just said. Is that your favorite Wingstop flavor? Uh, I'm more probably just like a regular hot guy because I don't like doing nothing too crazy as far as flavors and stuff. I'm, pro I'm pretty simple. But, I mean, if they're hot, sometimes it'd be too hot for me. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the lemon pepper. It's, 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 they're interchangeable. All right. And last question. Which teammate do you think could throw down the most wing stop in a wing eating contest? Man, I'm Kays. KZ. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> Believe it or not. That's what I was about to say. Believe it or not. Every time Kays... It was one game specifically, like, it was like, I want to say probably like five games ago. And it's like before the game, you know, guys obviously adrenaline and stuff like that. So, so guys are hungry. I'm like, okay. So, he goes and gets a, a plate of food and stuff. And then halftime comes. 
And he says he's hungry again. And so at this time, halftime, I mean, for most people I know in the locker room, it's like you get little snacks and stuff to rejuvenate. And instead of a little snack, he comes back with like a little tray of like a whole meal in the middle of the game. I'm so I'm gonna have to say Case because every time I seen him that game that day, he was eating some or he was snacking on something. So <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. Appreciate it, Malik. Thanks for joining the Wingstop Flavor feature with us, man. You guys keep doing your thing on uh, on defense, and uh, hopefully we're uh, we'll see you out there still playing in February, man. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate you guys for having me. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T... Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back. Last few minutes of the show. Good interview with Ma- Malik Hooker there. Good questions, Kurt. Don't try <laughs> to job. kiss up to me. Am I kissing up? You had great <laughs> questions. You know something interesting? I saw the stat sheet or the possible things that could happen this game, and I think Dalton Schultz needs like less than 15 yards to only be the second tight end. Besides Jason Witten, ever have 800 receiving yards for the Dallas Jason Witten didn't give up those reps to no no body. Mm-mm. I used to laugh when people be like, oh, he's the greatest leader in the world. You want to get a leader? Jason, you ain't getting no reps in practice. <laughs> what does that have to do with Dalton Schultz? What I'm just you saying is, I just, I'm just taking a moment to take a shot at Jason Witten. There you go. Well, but you congrats. Get, you, you, Thank uh, you. Let you me let, finish. You let uh, Zeke try to get his 85 yards for 1,000? Can he? Yeah, he, he only had he ain't had more than fifty five yards in the last yeah, since week him, five. Give him twenty five carries or whatever yeah. it takes, or you, M- you rest him. They, Micah can get fourteen and a half. He's got thirteen sacks. If he gets fourteen and a half, he he's breaks. not playing. He's not for Micah's, sure. I mean, I mean, there's still a possibility, right? 
Everyone's saying he's not playing. Could play. Okay. And then if the Cowboys score one point, they set an all-time record for most points scored in a season by a Cowboys team. This extra game's screwing up all kind of – But you got to put an actress on that, right? Uh, No. No. Probably the way they'll do it is – There'll be an asterisk like they do now the since, era. since they started keeping right. whatever. And I'm sure going forward it'll be since the 17, 17, eight, yeah, 17 like game one season. Of the Cowboys' biggest seasons, I can't remember when it was 68 or something like that. It was a 14 game season. Really? Yeah, so wow. They still kind of. Yeah, that, I remember that was when it was an immaculate reception. Mm-hmm. That was a. Because who broke? Uh, Najee, uh, Najee Harris? Harris broke Franco Harris, um, his rookie rushing record. But he got his rookie rushing record in 14. It was only playing 14 games back then. Ah, uh, so it was like, uh, yeah, took you 17, chump. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dak throws four touchdown passes. He ties Romo for the most touchdown passes yeah. in Cowboys history in a season. So, yeah, some stuff could happen. I saw a stat somewhere. This is like the lowest. Like they've, there's only like 3,000 yard rushers or something like that. It's really a low. Total this year compared to years past, and you got an extra game. It's yeah. All right, real quick before we get out of here, Amari had something interesting to say yesterday in his press conference. Um, Kurt, you got it. Well, I had it pulled. Oh, here. Oh, uh, yeah. He said, "I really, I really know that if given the opportunity, I can lead the league in all categories. That's just how I feel about my skill set." And then he went on to say, uh, uh, "I've got to have those targets, and that's." Not really in my control. You know what I mean? Just play my part. Can I translate? Can I, can yeah, I, can yeah, I black please. translate that for you? Yes. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> read, read the first line, Kirk. Uh, I really know that if given the opportunity, that I can lead the league in all categories. If these muffs got me to... <laughs> you said it! No, I didn't. You said it! You said it! Don't make me edit the show. No. You said it. If these jokers got me the ball... <laughs> on a more consistent basis. Oh Glad it was God. him and not me. <laughs> the one guy that does not cuss <laughs> on this show dropped the MFR. Because it gets me so upset. <laughs> if these jokers get me the darn ball, I can I could I could really go out here and put in some work. Read okay. the next line, Kurt. Uh you want me to need the final, the big one? No, no, no okay. line for line. That's, that's, just, that's just how I feel about my skill set that Stop. I'm, okay. I'm nice. My I'm nice. I'm nice. Y'all see me. Y'all see me in training camp. I got the big chain that says it. Yep. I, I spent money on a chain that says the best route runner. I'm nice. So if they give me the rock, first line, if, they, if these give me the rock, I'm nice. <laughs> Next line, Kurt. Uh, and he goes on, it's like basketball. If you want to make 100 threes, you got to shoot over 100. It's the same with me. If I want to catch 100 balls, I've got to have those targets, and that's not really in my control. If, if, if y'all want to see us really do our thing, I need to rock more. Throw it this way. I could get 100. I should have 100 catches every year. Ain't no way in the world. Y'all, y'all pay me all this bread. Let me go out here and make this bread. Let me go out here and do what I – let me cook. Let Amari cook. <laughs> and finally, you know what I mean? I just play my part. You know what I mean? <laughs> it ain't me. <laughs> it ain't me, y'all. I'm, I'm out there every day, y'all. I lace them up every day, y'all. You know what I mean? It ain't me. Wink, wink. It ain't me. Might be the best thing Jesse's ever done on the show in the last three years, especially the MFR. I didn't do that. Uh, Edit that out. I'm pretty sure you did. Edit that out. No, it was like when Nate was saying what he was saying. I don't think he fully said it. No. Okay, we'll go back and check the tape. I said he's motherfucker. We'll go check the tape. Kurt. Yes, sir. Good seeing you tomorrow, Friday. Jesse. Uh, uh, Good seeing uh, you, Nate. uh, Good show. 
We'll be back tomorrow, Chris. Thanks Your mom's for keeping coming us tomorrow? On the air. Yeah, she'll be back on tomorrow. Let's go. Uh, Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. Yeah, William, mom. thanks yeah. for keeping the live streams up for today. William, and, get it up yeah. on YouTube for us, brother. The, the people complain. Edit it first. Edit the image. No, no, no. no. Leave it Jesse on there. Drop. Leave it on there. Okay, leave it on there. YouTube's not the problem. No, it's a website. No, it's pod. Oh, Apple Podcast. Let's go, Apple. Okay. All right, well, we will be back tomorrow with some more insight, and and maybe Jesse will break something else down for us line by line. (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow. I only speak Amari. Hanging with the boys. (laughs) See ya. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?